What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley, and you are listening to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast, where we share with you the underground ninja skills and tactics the top sales and marketing leaders are using to create financial and lifestyle freedom. And the question that everybody is asking is, how do I create financial and lifestyle freedom for me? That is the question, and this show is the answer. Welcome, everybody, to the Sales and Marketing Build Freedom Show. I have a very special guest today. I have Nick Hughes. Nick Hughes is the CEO and founder of the global entrepreneurial platform called Founders Live. In addition, he stays busy as an advisor for numerous startups, Takes occasionally takes sales positions and business development help as needed in the advisor capacity. Also co-founded Calling It, which is a fun fan engagement and prediction app for sports fans, which I think is awesome. Um, on top of it, too, he founded a mobile payment startup, uh, as well as helping start CoinMe, a company built around expanding Bitcoin into the physical realm via ATM. So, Nick, welcome, man. Happy to have you on the show. Really excited to, to dig into this. It sounds like you're doing some really cool things. It's a pleasure to be here. Excited to have the conversation today. Yeah, so I probably did zero justice to your intro uh, based on some of the things that you're working on. Can you just give everybody, um, essentially you, the listener, your superhero origin story on kind of how you got to this point uh, and, and how you got to this position in terms of leaving like basically a global entrepreneurial community? Yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll I'll do the I'll do the short end of it so we can kind of dive into questions you might have. But in really in, in 2014, I was really in between. You know, some of those things that you had listed out, I was in between projects, and I just wanted to bring people together and have a good time. And um, so I put on an event in Seattle, which crazy enough, like got people together. This again, back in the good old days when we could actually gather together in person. Um, you know, it was a big fun event, music, food, and then we pre we had pre-selected five early stage companies and we had them, you know, basically have a pitch competition. The unique thing though, is even that very first event, we determined let's have them pitch 99 seconds. And then, you know, if they went over, we cut them off, you know, value proposition pitch. What is, you know, what are they building and why is it important? And then four minutes of questions from the audience, we cycle through the five in that fashion. And then at the end, the crowd you know, votes on a winner and, you know, there's someone comes back on stage, we celebrate. And then there's like more networking, music, food. And, you know, I, I basically tested that out and it worked out really well. It was fun. So I kept holding that event in Seattle for like two years, every month, you know, kind of my MVP, if you will, the minimum viable product. And it's, it was just growing. It would, it just turned out people really enjoyed it. And um, I would say that big, change or the shift was I started to talk to other people around the world uh, and the other entrepreneurs and people are like, Hey, that's cool. Could we do that in our city, such as Chicago or, you know, other places. But, you know, I started to talk with other entrepreneurs and I discovered that there is talented people and teams everywhere in the world. I mean, Mm -hmm. you name the country and city, there's talented people, but the problem is most of them are are not afforded the opportunities for success. They're they're literally like they're they're disconnected from the network they of people. They're uh they lack the right information in today's world to build company and digital companies today. They lack resources and most importantly uh investment capital or at least growth capital to to grow and be successful. 
And then, you know, global exposure and how do they get their message out to the right people, the right organizations, and maybe the right investors. So I realized that when you look at all those problems, there is an, a major opportunity to build a global ecosystem, marketplace, however you want to call it, to, to really solve those problems and then really celebrate entrepreneurship at the low, at the, the earliest levels. People that are like, I kind of think I want to build something to, hey, we just got off the ground. How do you connect the kind of zero to one? Because one is scaling, right? And there's venture mm-hmm. capitalists, there's accelerators. But that zero to one, it's a very foggy place. And, and we saw an ability to actually build a global ecosystem. So long story short, through the last six, seven years, grew it from one city to now we've reached about 80 cities globally, 26 countries. You know, Founders Live happens on pretty much every continent, not Australia yet. Uh, we're in talks on that. Um but it's been an amazing ride and it's still kind of early actually. So really excited about it. I love that, man. I mean, I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to that are, are trying to get to zero to one and in, even doing it myself. It's hard, man. Like it's, it's a hard emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, I mean, strategically, you name it. There's a, there's a lot of hard factors to it, especially if you're doing it the first time. So I love, I love the, Dude, that you're building a community around it. And, and we're all, it's, you know, you, you, I don't know if you've heard the term, but it's like, it's like we're walking around a pitch dark room, just feeling your way around. And, you know, look, you can search on, you can search anything on Google and you can read about all this crap, but you know, it's just all out there, but it's not organized. Um, you know, I'm not saying that Founders Live, we have the answer and the solution, but there is a lot of work to be done to create a more, um, I guess, uh, organized and um, efficient global marketplace. And really even what we're looking at now, we're making some significant changes around like a digital economy for these early stage creative entrepreneurs to, you know, get connected to the right uh, partners, investors, um, maybe even release, you know, their products uh, through our system. So we have a lot of visions for that, but we're still in the kind of early stages of getting uh, a land grab around the world. Cause I think we can be in hundreds, if not thousands of cities as we go that wide. And then we start building up as well. So I, I love the vision. I love where you're heading. So how did you come up with this idea? I know, I know how you started, but I, I don't, I don't really think you kind of hit me and was like, hey, we need to do this. Like, we need yeah. to have a pitch competition. Like, what was the apple, the proverbial apple that fell on your head? You know, that, that you're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> you know, most don't ask that specific question. So weirdly enough, you take one more step back. When I was working on that mobile payments company. I was in, I was in a, this pitch competition. It was, it was 90 seconds. And, um, it was just kind of this magical night where, um, you know, it was just like, it was fun. You feel like really important. And I ended up winning the event and there was like 10, I think there was 10 startups that pitched ours is five. It's only up to five, but so when I, when I won that, like it kind of sat in me and, and then, and then I, you know, afterwards and, you know, there's always like startup events and, you know, especially Seattle and other places, that's where I'm from. And, um, all of a sudden I was like, that was pretty cool, but what if we, and then it's like, what if we did this? And what if we did that? And originally, honestly, this thing started very in very humble beginnings. 
Um, I would I would say that that very first event in March, it was March 28th, 2014. I can tell you by 0% chance that I think that it was going to be in Zimbabwe or Jakarta, Indonesia, or, um, you know, Gdansk, Poland. I mean, dude, no way, shape or form. So I just want to create a fun event. And, and I think that that's the lesson is when you're as an entrepreneur and you have these ideas and you want just, you, you get something going, you get an early version of your product or your service, start getting it tested and in the hands of people. And what happened was, so the, the inspiration of that pitch competition that I won was in my mind. And I was like, dude, what if we did this, this, and this? And then we started doing that in Seattle. And then I'm like, whoa, oh, here's our here's the, the the process. We packaged it together. And then we had basically a playbook that can start rolling out to other cities. Uh, and then we started like looking at, okay, how do we, how do we build? Like, like if you dream big, like what could be possible? And is there a global ecosystem that could be created here? Um, what are, what are the dynamics of that? And, you know, I would say that was like year three, four, and you're starting to be like, Oh, okay. Now we can, I can see, that this could reach millions, if not hundreds of millions of people and empower businesses around the world. But I was not thinking like that the first day. I'll tell you that much for sure. Yeah, I, I could see that, man. Cause like, um, so two things. One is I, I see a big gap in the marketplace, kind of like you do with, with founders in terms of understanding sales, right? So I work with a lot of founders or founder led sales companies and help them grow with limited resources, capital availability, right? It's kind of like what you're doing, but giving them access to a community and, and resources. So that, that's yeah. step one. Step two is like my vision now being a year into to to doing that is completely different. I was I didn't even start off doing that a year ago. You know, I was more focused on corporate world and sales training and then once I started talking to founders, I'm like, oh, there's a massive gap here. So that's only a year into it. So I can imagine multiple years into it, how much it evolves and changes and just yep. what you start to see the possibilities are based on how, how, how much success you've had already at, you know, when you started off small. So I, I love that, man. I love that you leverage the playbook, roll that out. I'm sure that's helping so many people. So I want to get a little bit deeper, man. Let's, let's talk about the pitch competition just a little bit. And I want to hear what, what are like the top three biggest mistakes that people make when they're, when they're doing their pitch? I'm sure you've yeah. seen, how, how many pitches have you seen? Let me ask you that first. Um, I mean, I don't even know, but thousands. I mean, um, we've had, okay. we've probably had in the history of Founders Live. Um, I mean, we track it now, but we started a little later in the process. So we've probably had 1,700, if not 2,000, um, maybe more startups you know, pitch. And so I've seen hundreds, if not thousands of pitches. Look, the main mistakes is first and foremost, trying to pack in way too much. And, you know, ours, this is 99 seconds. This is a minute 39, which there's a reason for that, um, you know, brevity. And then also, you know, forcing someone to actually think about what is our value proposition and, and you know, how do I say it in the, the most condensed, very effective, powerful way? Um, so I think number one is they try to squeeze too much in and they're like, you know, they end up going over the time, which we, we literally stop them, you know, so all of our city leaders and I, we can talk about that, which is like how we have expanded all around the world. They know that, you know, if, if they, if the buzzer goes off, you, you stop them. Um, so that's a big one is like really, you know, not paring down the message, which the second thing is really around, okay, what's the story? I mean, so we are really about storytelling and, 
um, as an entrepreneur and as a leader, it's your job to craft the story that can impact people so they can follow you. And as you know, whether they're a part, like a co-founder, employee, investor, customer, partner, what's your story that you're telling people? Like I just kind of talked and that wasn't a 99 second one, but the story around really inspiring greatness and early stage entrepreneurship globally. And then, you know, for us, like how do we empower the people that are not disenfranchised, but like basically overlooked. And that's the 99% of the world. There's really only 1% of the world. If you look at that, that are like getting the VC money and they might be in Silicon Valley or whatever. So we were able to craft our story. And I think a lot of founders just need to spend time and work on what is the story. So the story arc, who is our customer? What problems do they have in the world? What's the emotional attachment to that? And then here's our solution. And then here's where we're going to be very large and, you know, impactful. And and they can craft that. Um, I would say lastly, visually. So what slides are you using? Um, No bullet points, no big, long sentences. Come on, you know, when you pitch, especially like in a thing like Founders Live, your slides need to augment your, your message and your pitch. They're not there for you to read every single thing that's on this on the screen. So I think people... You know, if they can go through pitch coaching and preparation, they'll start to learn those things and then they end up delivering a really great pitch. That's cool. So you guys provide coaching as well for them how to do this? We provide, uh, we have some pitch resources. Like if, if you're in Zimbabwe, for instance, um, they can, you know, we have online stuff and some videos and a lot of stuff like that. And then in certain cities, we actually do have pitch coaches that, work with our presenters, you know, let's say it's a monthly event. That means there's five new founders every month that are going through our process and through founders lives. So, um, some cities there's an event every like three or four months. And so it's a little less frequent, but, um, each individual city will have like a pitch coach or like a, um, someone to help. And then we have resources as well. So yeah, you know, look, when I've, I've heard it so many times, just, it's just, the participation, the experience is tremendously valuable for an early stage founder to really get feedback. And, you know, look, there's voting. So, you know, if you don't win and, you know, we don't show a lot, we actually don't show results anymore. We kind of used to do that. But, you know, if, if two people are voting for you, then that's kind of a problem. You, you, you really need to improve that pitch. But then if, if you end up winning the event, you know, that's a good, strong indication that something is at least working. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I can see that with the, the story arc. Uh, a lot of folks that I've seen, they struggle with their messaging, really. Like the outcome that they produce for exactly who they produce it and the time they produce it, right? Um, so I, what, what's the best pitch you've ever seen? Do you, can you think of that off the top of your head? And then what did they focus on? Like I mean, on top of that, what you talked about. That's like asking you who's your favorite <laughs> child. You know, it's um, you know, I I I don't have, you know, I, there's so many. It's like hard because there's so many memories I have. But um, the one that I've the one that I've I've used a lot. I mean, this was back in the day, actually, very early on. But you know, a, a short story is this woman. Um, I remember I was introduced to her. We had a phone call, and it was like she was like, I, I don't know if I'm ready. Like I'm nervous, like blah, blah, blah. Like it's one of those where like, I'm not sure. Cause I'm lacking confidence. 
And I was like, look, it's a, it's a great learning experience. It like, if you know, if you're ready and you're con- like, get some confidence, step into it, prepare and Hey, good things can happen. And so she ends up coming to the event. She actually has her baby with her like six month old or nine month old. Um, cause she couldn't get, or like the babysitter, like something fell through and she's like, Nope, I'm going to do this. I'm going to bring my child. And a friend was holding the child when she pitched. Dude, this woman gets on stage. You can kind of tell she's nervous. She goes into like the most amazing pitch. She dialed it in. Boom, 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 boom. One of the best just um, pacing and, and great message and lands the pitch like really right at the last one or two seconds. And she ends up winning the event. And um, it were, it was just amazing. She was so shocked. And yet like you could instantly see the like, boom, confidence kind of hit. Like when she got that validation, she then goes on to like that impacted, like going into like, cause it was like a more of a consumer product and she ended up having a good holiday season sales. Um, she's then gone on to create a, uh, organization around female founders. And, 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 you know, she's told me like that experience of pitching gave me the confidence to not only pitch my business, but realize like, I mean, she's kind of created a bit of a founder's life, but more for female founders. And, um, you know, she's now growing that helping, uh, women raise money and grow and, you know, they kind of have a little accelerator. So when you look at that, these are inflection points in people's lives. And we don't know, like that, that's why I tell our city leaders is we, you have the power to literally change people's lives. Like when you hold these events, cause it's like, if you go back to that pitch competition that I, I was in before founders live and that influenced me to actually start this thing that now is spreading around the world. Right. So I think when you look at that, like that's how powerful these these stories can be, and they just give people a lot of confidence to, to continue forward. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell you, you're one of the one of the. You do some coaching help on the stories, man. You you, you wrap that up, put a bow on that one nicely, man. I love that. You know it. Hello, and I appreciate you listening to the show today. I love my listeners, and I love helping my customers. One of the things that I've been able to do with some of the customers that I've been working with is, for example, a $6 million SaaS company, help them implement a seven-figure sales system in which they got a one-and-a-half-month ROI on the entire engagement fee that I offered them by one person spending 25% of their time. And this person wasn't even in sales. So these are core principles that help me scale from zero to $30 million in annual recurring revenue with only four people. In addition, another client that I'm working with was able to 10x their licensing fee, their SaaS licensing fee, and they are really, really just on the early side of starting. So if you're interested in learning more, apply through www.scalerevenue.io forward slash apply, www.scalerevenue.io forward slash apply. Look forward to seeing your application. If you are interested in qualify, you'll receive a follow-up note and we can jump on the phone and identify what the opportunity is exactly for you and your organization. I mean, no, it's so true, man, with like like the inflection points. Like there's so many different points in people's lives. And like, I don't want to say this, but sometimes founders are walking on eggshells because mm-hmm. they have something amazing that they know works, but they haven't received that validation from the marketplace. And they're in their own little space or cave that they've been working on day and night and they just not seeing the results. So then they start to question themselves, you know, day in and day out. So I, 
I could imagine, you know, the level of impact that could have on people and kind of give them that, that boost that they need, you know, to do something special, do something amazing, do something that can change the world even. It's not just our winners too. Um, You know, the way we structured it is you're still getting a lot out of it, even if you don't emerge as the winner. And, um, you know, it's just the feedback, the the confidence of getting out, whether it's like on a digital stage like this or actually on a real stage. Um, there's just, it's a, it's, it's kind of a rite of passage in a way. And, and yeah, that's, that's why we've created it. One of the reasons. And I think it does a lot of good for getting, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like a, um, a bit safer place to work on your message and, and really get some feedback before you actually go in front of investors that might be writing, writing you millions of dollars in checks. So, yeah. Have, have you read, have you read the book, uh, the innovation secrets of Steve jobs at all? That specific one I haven't, which I'll, I'll look up, but I've read quite a few and, you know, his like the biography, the auto, the biography is amazing. Um, Walter Isaac, I believe that's his name. He wrote that. So I've read, you know, look, I'm, you know, not, not, not like a fanboy fanboy, but, um, I think, I think Steve Jobs is, um, significant in the example of at least, you know, a forward thinker. Um, very much an icon class in the sense of, you know, he, he's in the camp of I'm going to build it. And, you know, so I, I do believe in like customer development and things like that, but he also was like, they kind of don't know what they need. We're bringing it to them. And um, so I, I really have, he's, he, he gives a lot of illustration of examples, I think. Uh, so, yeah. So my recommend, check that book out. It's, it's got, it's got a piece on presentations in there. But it's got so much on innovation in terms of like creating or comparing like non-related things and how different how how he did that. But like what you're talking about with the pitch specifically reminds me of there's like a whole chapter about it. There's also a book called The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs, which I haven't read Mm -hmm. that one. I own it, but I have not read that one yet. But highly, highly recommended from a mentor. So uh for you or your community, that would be really, really great books to read, especially where they're at and their journey. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, what do you guys got coming up? I know there's some pretty cool things that you got coming down the pipe with um, events and stuff like that. So, can you can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. We we have Founders Live Prime Time coming up, and Prime Time is our global series of competitions that are continent uh, in focus. So. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, you know, Founders Live has these events that happen and we, we originally orient them in cities, you know, whether that's a physical event or mm. virtual. And so, you know, Founders Live Seattle, Founders Live Nairobi, Kenya, um, you know, again, like, uh, you know, London or Gdansk in Poland. And so we then have regions of the world, North America, Latin America, Europe, Africa, and Asia. And, um, Primetime season is now starting in Q4, starting uh, October 13th is North America event. And we're going to have five startups that, that will be pitching for that. Basically five finalists that we've determined through all the winners. So every winner from our city level events, they go up into this qualification that results in five that end up being presenters for that event. So it's really like you know, our, our goal here and, you know, this year, like we did it very lightly last year, this year is a little more intense. Um, but the vision 
over time is for these to be like really big celebrations of entrepreneurship continent focused, right? So Latin America, like let's put on, you know, Founders Live Latin America. At some point I could see that being a, a quite a bit larger experience uh, event and celebration, the competition and then networking. So you're going to meet like really great, cool people that are coming out of that part of the world. And um, so each week, so it's October 13th, October 20th is Latin America. October 27th is Asia, October or November 3rd is Africa, and then November 10th is Europe. And, and so those are happening. And then the winners of those go on and then we have Live Fest. So Founders Live Fest is our summit. You know, it's not huge, but we basically do a final of that. And, you know, these are fun celebrations and events uh, that, that you can participate in. It doesn't cost anything. Like, you, you can literally register for free. It doesn't cost anything. We're going to roll out some really fun like cool digital assets and, and token things that we're excited about building as well. And, and a lot of that's kind of some of that's experimentation in that direction of the world. So um, yeah, we're excited about it. And anyone listening here, if you just search founders live primetime, you're going to find the links and we encourage you to check all of those out. Cause it's basically like a shark tank. I mean, if you like watching shark tank or you like the concept of just watching these really cool uh, pitches from, these people, uh, then, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's, uh, Asia, Africa, or North America, it's an event and it's fun. And, you know, you're going to meet people. So the only one that's in so Latin America is in Spanish. Uh, so that's kind of okay. one thing to know, one thing to know, but, uh, the four other ones are in English. Yeah. Dude, that's like a tournament of champions. And then you got the, uh, Sounds like the masters kind of rounded out of the the winners of the winners. Is that what you're saying? So you got the winners of the winners, and then they is that like a world final then for the the final yeah. event? Is that kind of what I hear you saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're putting it together. You see it, and um, you know we're 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 pretty scrappy right now. We're a startup ourselves. It's been fun, and so we just do this very lightweight. And you know, uh, each year we we're building upon it. So we, you know, I would say next year, if not the year after we can, I think that these will be an even bigger deal, but you're already seeing it, which is, you know, locally, we have these things happen all around the year through the year, but then, you know, the kind of tournament of champions is, is what we're building out and pretty excited about where that could go actually. That's cool, man. I, I love the concept and thought I've never heard of anything like it. So it's truly yeah. uh, unique, and I, I haven't heard anybody talk about it. So, uh, so that's amazing. So, where where can people find out more about that? Like participating in it, where where can they find out about more about you and Founders Live in case they want to yeah. get involved? Yeah, FoundersLive.com, just like Saturday Night Live. You know, it's like found, FoundersLive.com, and um, if you like, just Google search like Founders Live Prime Time you'll find some resources as well. Um, we actually have primetime.founderslive is a page that, that actually gives a lot of information. And that's actually where we do the qualification voting because like not all the winners end up pitching and competing at primetime North America. We can only choose five. So we have a, we actually have a voting process there, a qualification process. Um, so yeah, you can search that. Um, I'm personally on most all social platforms. Uh, if you search Nick Hughes, um, you know, Founders Live is on most social platforms. We're pr probably most active on LinkedIn and, um, and then, you know, Facebook a little bit, not, not really too much. Um, so yeah, you can find us there. Awesome. 
Well, we'll make sure we put those links in the the show notes so everybody could check it out. And um, anything else you want to say, just as kind of a parting thought, because we're we're just about up on time. Yeah. No. Hey, I, I appreciate uh, being on the show, and you know, for all of you out there listening, feel free to reach out. Um, you know, I'm I'm pretty busy, but if I can fit you in the calendar on a, a open book, and you know, I'm I'm here to you know, that's why I started Founders Live is to create an environment to help entrepreneurs like grow and be successful. And if I can, you know, I, I do have some time on, I have a Calendly that I can, uh, or I have a Calendly that has open advisory or mentory session, mentor sessions. So feel free to reach out, say hi, and, you know, see if I can, you know, connect you or help you in any way. That's awesome, Nick. It's, it's really nice of you to offer yourself up or your time. Cause I, I think personally time is more valuable than money. So yeah. Really, it was awesome having you on the show. I think you're you're building something special. It sounds like you're making a massive impact on a lot of people's lives that otherwise wouldn't get the opportunity. So uh, hats off to you, man, and, and thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. Thank you for spending the time with me today. I know that time is one of the most valuable resources, so I truly honor and appreciate you coming along this journey with me. One of the things that I want to ask you is if you really truly enjoyed this and know someone that this can make an impact on, please share this episode with them. If you're on a journey for financial and lifestyle freedom, it is always exponentially better if we're building a tribe with like-minded people who are on the same journey. In addition, I have an amazing PDF for you that could be career changing in terms of the content. Essentially what it is are the top 10 questions that every big customer is asking behind closed doors that no one is telling you about. I'll put a link for it in the show notes. So check it out. It's my free gift for you for being a part of this launch and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope to see you soon.